And we're live! Hey, Chef Brian South here. Not your typical chef for the Chef Brian South podcast. It has been way too freaking long, but you know what? It is a good thing, and I will reward you. How will I reward you? I will reward you by having not just one, but two guests. That's right, two guests. And that guest is not my cousin, Ninth Planet DJ, because he's always on every episode. That's my guest, by the way. No, just kidding. Uh, so my guest for this podcast, He's a trumpeter. <laughs> the, the guest for my podcast is Drew of the Drew of the being one word, right? Hey, hey, yes, of yes. the one word, no space. And then I have here cartoons, cartoons with two R's. What's up? What up? Thanks for having me. And I don't. It, this was not planned at all, but both of you are bass players. But beyond, ah. beyond just bass so, players. So, have you ever had two guests? I have. But, yeah, but it's not, not often, but not two okay. bass players. So you guys well, are... There's a first time for everything. There is a first time for everything. It I feels feel, kind of naughty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my first two bass players. <laughs> I feel like now that we've begun, and now that you're in your serious voice now, yeah. I'm like, we, oh, we don't have any snacks. We don't have any snacks. But it's and okay. How, and how disappointing. Yeah, it's Fucking really disappointing. have a podcast with a chef and he doesn't have any <laughs> snacks to give you. It's so wrong. <laughs> Well, you know what? I haven't given anyone else any snacks on the podcast, so... I'm not offended. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't be offended. I'm also not saying it's your fault. (laughs) I'm just noticing. You're just just putting it out there. We're just out of snacks. All right, well, so let our listeners get to know you guys a little. Let's start with you, Drew. Cool. Who's who's Drew? Who's Drew up the Drew? Who are you, bro? (sighs) I ask myself that question every morning. (laughs) Um, so my name is my name is Drew of the Drew. I uh, grew up in Orlando, Florida, and I think that ninety percent of Florida is trash, and ten percent is good. And I stand by the ten percent that's good. Shots fired at Florida. <laughs> yeah, internal <laughs> shots. And uh, so that's where I grew up. I play bass. I make beats and produce as well, and do vocal production for all sorts of different artists and I'm happy to be here today. How about you, Ben? Uh, My name is Ben Carr, AKR, AKA (laughs) Cartoons, Uh, beat maker, producer, bass player. Me and Drew kind of have a mutual friend, Joanna Teeters, which is how we started working together. And I ended up moving into this apartment that we are in right now. And we started making a lot of it's music together. It's all moody and vibey in here, moody, too. Moody, vibey room. Yeah, you got to upload a pic. We have a little mixtape out called 32HQ Mixtape uh, that we did yes. last year, like when I moved in here. Where, where, can, uh, where can people find that? That's on SoundCloud. Bandcamp, SoundCloud, YouTube. You can watch a video of a squirrel eating nuts on YouTube to the <laughs> mixtape if you really want. Facts. That's a real thing. Um, and then we uh, produced Joanna's last album and her new one that is coming out real soon together. Oh, I, it's... Joanna so Teeters. It, yeah, Joanna Teeters, a mutual friend of ours. So Drew and I met through a total chance. Well, actually, I knew Joanna totally by chance mm-hmm. because she was with a friend who's a friend of a friend of a friend kind of thing so john lamacchia the guitar player of candiria he a really good friend of mine he uh, decided to throw a party at you know, like an impromptu party at one of my old restaurants that i no longer work at called komodo rooftop and uh shout out komodo and uh he brought over joanna and then the, the entire time Joanna was there, I was like, she, she looks so fucking familiar. And then at some point we got into the conversation of who's she and what's she about. Mm. And she told me that she plays in Drew of the Drew. Mm. And I know about Drew of the Drew through a very ch- random, total by chance uh, EMG video, EMG guitar pickups video that I was watching. Ah, yes. I was going to ask you what it was. Yeah. And, that was and that was a good... I don't know, year before I even met Joanna. So ah. to finally like meet her, I was like, holy shit. And, and by the way, I, I, I love Drew of the Drew. That's freaking amazing. And probably a month after that is when I met you, when she brought you over, if I'm not yes. mistaken. 
Does that sound so. ac- accurate? I believe so. I think the first time I saw you was after a show. And you, yeah, you right. said hi, like, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then cartoons, and I've just met today. We just met a couple <laughs> minutes ago. And I, I'm really glad to be a part of this. This yeah. is cool. Well, and you, so you produced and, and played on Joanna's last record, right? Right, yeah. right. Yeah, and, and Drew was a big part of, like, taking all, like, the demos that I had and vocals that we had done with Joanna and kind of turning it into something that was kind of cohesive. Yes, we have a process now. Yeah, and now we, <laughs> like we the all, second one's we got a, more of a thing. Like, it's such a process, exactly. It's such a process that literally the the last one that we just released took us like a year, and now we've refined it so perfectly that we're like already done with. Well, the you're second saying one. so you have a process now. Is that intentional? Because I mean, you know, one of the things that you and I bonded over Drew was obviously music, right? And one of the things that fascinates me about getting to meet any musician is their process of how mm-hmm. they do things or lack thereof. And then what I found really fun and cool about you is that you kind of seem to, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you kind of seem to go more with the flow and it was a bit more free flowing, yes. I guess, less, less of a process. Yeah. The right? flow is the primary objective. Right. <laughs> so why, why did that change for this last one? Um, well, I, I think efficiency is important. All right. So, you know, if you can efficiently go with the flow, <laughs> that's <laughs> what, what I hope well, to do. Also, right. also like there's anybody that's like, uh, started something and brought it to somebody to mix it knows that like there's just little kinks you got to work out when exactly. you're working with people like now we just got like I'm like we got to change this and this and I already know what they are because we already did this right. you know and now we've worked on a couple other people's projects together right. and we've gotten better since yeah, we did the last mark. one so yeah you okay. know where someone can just flex and you let them right you know what right. I mean um, it's an important thing. But so before that let's let's go back a little then and let's talk a little bit more about your process or lack thereof before the before this last uh right, right, project right. i guess mainly on joanna's thing what was different was that it was all joanna's music there was like i feel like three or four times we went into the studio and we were like all right we're gonna record it and that's it mm-hmm. and then like that didn't really happen until a couple times. You right. know what I mean? So we had like all of this stuff, and then one, once we kind of had to finally file it down, there was just so much yeah. that we didn't really know what to do. So now we just only do the stuff we want to do, and no time is wasted. Right, right, right. Um, so for for you guys should definitely look up on YouTube that uh, EMG pickups video yes or, that was a very fun time yeah uh it was it, it was definitely a lot of fun you guys should your your stuff's available on itunes right drew? itunes Bandcamp, spotify yeah so check it out drew of the being one word drew um and, and i think you guys will see why i, I appreciated that e- it was an ep right if i'm not uh, it was the the album Green. Maybe? Yeah, the album Green. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That was an EP. I mean, I think you guys will appreciate it because there was a it, it was uh, how do I say this? It was it was like really raw sounding, but at the same time there was a lot of cool nuances in the production. And it's things crazy. Like yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's all over the place, but at the same time, like you can hear the core of a of a good old rock song. I guess. Yeah, you can exactly, say. exactly. You know, and that's something. It's still a band. It's right. still a bunch of people in a room. Exactly, exactly, and that, and that's what I really liked about it. Um, yeah, so then after getting to meet you and then hearing more about your process, checking out your studio over here, which later I'll maybe I'll do a little Instagram, like yeah. add that to my feed. Cool. Not what's the feed? The story. Yes. Story, that's the right term, right? <laughs> um, and like even the way you use pedals, again, like it got me thinking outside my box because I come from the metal world. Right. And, and you and I were talking about our different styles uh, uh, right. where you're more into jazz. and mm-hmm. um, But for me, yeah, I'm from the metal world, but there's a lot of precision in that. And especially Definitely. like modern metal music, everything calculated. is calculated and super polished. And, you know, I... When I'm hanging around you or talking to mu- talking about music with you, I really feel like um, just by just by osmosis, you know, I start to not think so calculated, and then I get go home and I'm inspired to Aha. do something a little outside the box. It, it's still I'm just an, an anar- anarchist, <laughs> like running through your mind, like, knocking well, down preconceptions. Yeah. I mean, as somebody that knows Drew and watches him work all the time, I think one of the reasons why me and a lot of other like jazz musicians are attracted to him is because he can improvise 
production. Yeah. You know, and you're like coming up with stuff on the spot that's like actually adding to it. And it's like in the moment and in the flow, like he's talking about. Right. But it's not particularly like, it's not thought out stuff. It's, it's just like a universal I think, process. Yeah. It's right. just like, I think this would be cool. And I, I want to hear everything. Right. So like, I'm into that. Right, I'm right. super into that. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I also think earlier, like, yeah, Drew works really fast. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and that's why I, I don't think it. I do though. I think I'm so. He sorry. works super fast compared to most people. Most people like are constantly referencing stuff, but it's it's really in the moment, right? And that you know, and we improvise a lot of the stuff that we're playing, and then we just press record, yeah, and then we kind of refine it a little bit, you know, so it's yeah. a little more palatable and doesn't sound like craziness. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading um, Scar Tissue. Have you guys read that book? Mm-mm. No, Anthony Keyes' book. And they're talking about when they were writing songs and they'd be like, ah, oh, we can't take it to the bridge. They would do what they would call a face-off and they would just pick two guys in the band and they'd be like, you go to the parking lot for five minutes, you go to the hallway for five minutes, and you come back, you play your bridge, and the best one wins. Well, that's amazing. That Isn't is that amazing? amazing? That is amazing. Face-off. Yeah. <laughs> that's like if we have headphones. <laughs> if me and Ben have headphones, now I'm gonna. Now that I've told you the story, I'm we gonna have to tell have you. Face off. I'm gonna be like face off, and then we just like set a timer on the phone, and then we play our things, and mm. we'll probably be like, oh, yours is cooler, right? Or we'll know right as soon as you hear them. Right. You're like, cool, that one's better. Let's do that. Has, have you ever run into a situation where you both don't like <laughs> what you're put out? Then you go. Double or nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I guess guess it's possible. But then you just do it again. Yeah. Or or have two other people come in and do it. But the idea of moving quickly is so important to me. Yeah. Because, like, you know. You just don't want to overthink it. If there's one thing I've learned from life is that you don't want to overthink things. Right. Right. So if you can just be like, hey, what if we had a song like this? And then you play it. Me and JP put out an album, JP Bouvet, drummer, great friend of mine. We put out an album called... Shout out to JP. Shout out to JP. Woo-woo. I'm sure he'll be a future guest. Yeah, at some point. I've had a Amon. Amon. Oh, okay. I've had, cool. Sorry, I keep pronouncing your name wrong, Amon. Uh, <laughs> but I've had him on the podcast. It's a soft before. accent. Yeah. Um, no, me and JP Bouvet did a album called Infinite Rock. And most of those songs we made in like... If it's like a three-minute song, right? We made them in like you know ten minutes. We like played it a couple <laughs> times, and just the last take was it, right? You know, um, and I think that I I just Prince is like my idol. Mm-hmm. Prince is my number one man. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. And he just like would do that. He like legend has it, yeah, that he never spent more than a day on a song. No shit. And Purple Rain, his yeah. like crowning achievement yeah. record, most of those like I think like half of that album is right. live performance. Right. With like dudes mm-hmm. playing like MIDI drums and like tons of synth players. And that like Purple Rain, the song, is live. Yeah. Like they recorded that live. Right. A yeah. lot of people don't know that because yeah. it's like I MIDI no drums. Idea. Yeah. And so people don't people think it's a drum machine. Yeah. But like, you know, mm-hmm. let's go crazy, I would die for you. All of that is live. They wow. just and his vocal is live too. It's just like it's insane. Yeah. It's insane to like think. Now you make me want to listen to some fucking prince. You do we have got a, a prince, prince button. button. <laughs> <laughs> this song is probably recorded live. This is Strange Relationship by Prince. I think we have to turn it off now, otherwise there's some kind of like, <laughs> like clause. Yeah, you're going to get, yeah, you yeah, take yeah. over 30 seconds. Yeah, then right? they're going to take down my podcast. I'm just like, no, 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 no. no. Stop it now. You can, you can cut it. We can that was Strange that. Relationship <laughs> by Prince, Silent Times, 1984, 85. You can find it on iTunes. Well, now I'm definitely going to be listening to some Prince on the way home later. It's fun too, like to to try to go from the more song a day thing because you know I was re-listening to some of the stuff we've been making yesterday yeah. actually, and a lot of it I I haven't listened to in many months. Right. And uh, or some of it at all. Yeah. Actually, I haven't even heard it since the day we made it. But I could go back to that day. Right. Like I could right. get. I was like, oh shit, I remember that day. Yeah, yeah. That was that rainy day that kind of sucked, but like we kind of you know. We made that rainy day song. Yeah. It was pretty dope. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, you were uh, you were commenting earlier uh, uh, along the. I, I kind of lost my train of thought, but we're talking more. We're talking about uh, you guys having a process for this one, mm-hmm. and you being a jazz musician. I mean, 
there's so much like schooling behind jazz, but then mm-hmm. a lot of it is also about free form as well, right? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I don't know too much, but jazz, I'm not, like, right. what's your style? It's, it's chaos, really. But, <laughs> but I, I really like, I've realized after going to jazz school and kind of playing, um, you know, with, with people and playing gigs for, for a couple of years after school that I wanted a little more structure in the music mm-hmm. and I wanted to, uh, coincide with my interests growing up more right you know and which, uh, which which were which was more like just listening to hip-hop with my friends yeah and like you know listening to a red hot chili peppers or or stuff you know getting back to more fun stuff right, right. you know and uh you know less less really heady intellectual music um and i found that a lot of the stuff that i do no matter what it is is going to have a tinge of that right um but that's why I say that yeah, I play jazz because because when I show people my stuff, no matter what I think it sounds like, people yeah. are like, "Yeah, this guy has chords on it. Like it sounds like jazz to me." Right, and that's yeah. cool. I'm down with that. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. but if it's a palette that I think they they can handle, which is what I'm trying to shift towards right now, right. which is maybe more dancey, more like head nod hip hop stuff, I think that's a little more accessible, and I, I like that sort of structure more. Right. Where like improvising with no real like purpose yeah so to speak well the thing about hip-hop like is that it's like samples right you know what i mean yeah. so if you can make it sound like a sample like a lot of hip-hop songs have crazy chords when you go and like actually figure them out right. because they're from like some random you know <laughs> jazz record from yeah. the 40s or whatever right and right. you know you can make it work if you like make it this weird funky little sample right because right. when i went when i started and, going and to school for, for the whole song then yeah. like you know it's lit for sure, for sure, and like you know, two crazy chords the whole song is a little more palatable than it being that the whole time. Right. Exactly. But I also thought when I went to music school that like we were going to be playing Tribe Called Quest for whatever reason. Like I thought that was like what straight ahead jazz. Like people were like down with that, but it's definitely people have a little more restrictions in that world right. that I'm not really so down you with. You said tripod. Tried Tribe Called Quest. Sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> <The> Tripod Quest. <laughs> the new, the newest. Yo, uh, my trap favorite band. group, Tripod Quest. <laughs> Check out their YouTube channel. Uh, what <laughs> got you into jazz in the first place, though? My dad is a jazz musician. Oh, okay. He played jazz violin. So, you know, I would go to shows in Woodstock, New York, or around where yeah, I grew yeah. up and, like, see, you know, old... Oh, like, so you're from Woodstock, New York? Yeah, I'm from Rosendale. Shout okay. out to Rosendale, New York. Um, you know, <laughs> which is right next to there. Uh, you know, and that's how I know Joanna, too, because right, she's from right. New Paltz, which is right up there. Right, yeah. Well, so. I went to school in, uh, in, uh, New Hi- in Hyde Park. Oh really? Yeah, Culinary Institute. Oh shit! Yeah, no, yeah, yeah definitely. So that's where I went to school. I, I miss, I miss it up there. Yeah, it's cool up there. Yeah, yeah my my parents both worked in Poughkeepsie, so. Oh okay. You know. Well, there you go. Next time. Bim, what is there. the name of that violin player we were listening? Stuff to? Smith, man. Stuff. Yeah, check out. <laughs> this Stuff dude's Smith. name is Stuff Smith. Stuff. That's yeah. an amazing. <laughs> What's name. his album called? I don't know. Yeah, I think it, it was called. Puns. It, it was a stupid. It was like the best stuff or yeah. something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he's this crazy. Jazz Jazz violin player. Yeah. And this is like, when I heard it, I was like, oh, of course Ben's dad is in this guy. <laughs> like, it's just though. the person. No, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's the best. But it just made your dad make a lot of sense. I, I, it was I, amazing. I like, I like this guy's stuff already just because of just because of that song title. Stuff Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think, yeah, the, the best stuff. Yeah, for me, growing up, uh, <laughs> my, my parents, my mom listened to things like the Beatles and... Um, right. The Bee Gees, and she would always have those cassettes in her car when Sick. people were using cassettes. Mm-hmm. Um, but my dad never really gave a shit about music, or so I thought. And after I'd started playing guitar, and um, I initially got into uh, guitar playing with the whole new new metal thing with like Corn and Limp Bizkit oh, right. and stuff yes. like that. So, yes. which is really yeah. simplistic stuff. Sure. But as I started getting more and more into guitar and digging into the history of guitar and discovering Eddie Van Halen, who's one of my all-time favorite guitar players, but also the reason why I play EVH guitars, um, I was astounded to stumble upon my dad's record collection. And Ah. in his record collection, he had Van Halen. And you were like, and I was like, now... Hindered spirit. Yes. Wow, you never know. (laughs) But with that, I was like... I thought his cool factor went up by probably a hundred percent at that point. I know dads are always hiding the cool stuff till you're like yeah. eighteen. But was or he? Was it? Was it hidden, or did he forget about it, or was he ashamed of it? Like my must, my son must never know about this, or he'd say it. I'm right. not going to do a Chinese accent. <laughs> <laughs> 
For those who are not visually with us, Heather has just walked in the room. Say hi. No. no she's she's not in here. <laughs> she refuses That's to her say laugh, hi. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't my That's laugh. Believe it. Um, that's amazing. No, Van Halen is legendary, man. I remember learning how for teacher. This dude, Johnny Swomo, shout out if you're listening, Johnny. <laughs> he was like, bro, you should learn how for teacher. And I was like, what's that? And you put it on. And I remember, like, he put it on at school. And I remember all day I was like, I have to go home and learn that song. <laughs> like, my teachers were talking, and yeah. it was just like Charlie, wah, wah, Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I have to learn that Van Halen song. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. Uh, because you brought up schools, you actually reminded me of a story that happened to me when I when I was in high school in China. Nothing related to God's God's. Uh, God's to, uh, well, actually, God's it involves God, it involves God's smack. So again, this is when I was listening to a lot of new metal, and Godsmack was one of those new metal bands, right? Yeah. So we had this. Uh, teacher in my school by the way the school i went to was just completely garbage it was a you know it's a chinese uh um international school and i was uh they also had a chinese program but i was in the international program because i was planning to come back to the states after i finished high school over there anyway back then man china was really lawless and like people mm -hmm. were really naive so for example we this could do school, a whole another podcast about china at that time yeah because um, that's like the thing number one i want to talk to you most about <laughs> <laughs> i'm like dang you live there then we, we can definitely talk yeah, more about yeah, that for but sure. uh, it was so lawless people were so naive so this school was a new school and they were just starting and you know that a lot of the staff were not experienced so the person who was right. in charge of hiring uh, she would believe anything essentially so she hired a teacher named Ernie and Ernie I don't even remember what his f fucking last name is supposedly went to Harvard and Yale was like uh, wait, what, you, wait what grade were you just calling a teacher Ernie and not their last name right right well that's and, crazy anyway so whatever. this guy apparently like this guy has a story yeah, <laughs> this guy apparently was graduated from Harvard and Yale and you know is, is some part of this society that society he made up his resume he just made up his resume <laughs> and whoever was hiring was like this is amazing we'll never find another teacher this qualifies <laughs> so let's hire this guy so they hire this guy and he's my history teacher okay oh now God. just to give you an example of how fucking retarded this guy is because ernie during uh lessons he would say uh intercontinental ballistic missiles of the cold war era had a man inside the rocket to radio back uh, to let them to let you know <laughs> that they were about to yeah yeah that they were uh, that they're about to hit their target and we're like so every time a missile was fired off someone died and so he was just mess with you yeah, guys no no that he oh, he did he, not he clearly did not know the curriculum so he would just feed us all types of horseshit so we're like so every single time <laughs> a ballistic missile was sent someone would die essentially and he's like and that's why it was such a cold war and we're like <laughs> what he's just he's just, just making shit up totally making shit up another like thing he job, told us another like, thing yeah he told if you're just, just make like up stories total yeah. shit well, the thing is he was <laughs> you're just like yeah i can just fuck with kids all day he was trying i'm gonna go to china he, make up my resume he was really trying so hard in the beginning and he would say things like vin diesel invented the diesel That's like yeah. some random shit you'd hear in like the schoolyard. And then like, we, 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 <laughs> I'd look at him in the eyes and I'd say, Vin Diesel, the movie star in Fast and Furious. And he's like, that's right. He invented, it, it, that he, shit. he invented that shit. And we're at some point, though, at some point, though, Ernie, I guess, ran out of energy and like maybe three months in started giving up and just letting us do whatever the fuck we want in class because everyone knew he was a total liar at that point. Even the school principals and all that stuff. So, yeah, so but like, they're like, shit, we hired him. We yeah, did just Yeah, exactly. 
Like they're only four months into the school year. We can't just like. Lose is that when you guys teacher. switched from the last name to the first name? No, I like, still. Oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's name is fucking Ernie. Yeah. <laughs> they're like Professor Blah Blah. His name is fucking Ernie. Dude, that's Ernie. Dude. I, know, I know him. So uh, one day, the uh, principal of the school is giving a tour to the ambassador of Zimbabwe. If I'm not mistaken, and he had like his entourage and his his son with him or daughter, whoever, and his wife, and they're going from classroom to classroom. And again, at this point, it was only we we're only five students in a class. You know, sometimes ten. It was a really small school, so we stopped giving a shit. He stopped giving a shit. So what did I do? I put a fucking Godsmack CD <laughs> on at in his room stereo system, blasted it fucking blaring super loud. And you know, for anyone who doesn't know. And you're probably better for it. Godsmack lyrics are just fucking gorilla. <laughs> they're I- similar to the name of the band. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> essentially. I mean, they're just gorilla IQ level lyrics, essentially. That's good branding. For yeah. <laughs> and um, I think one of the lines in one song was, Hey, little bitch! <laughs> like, that was one of the first lines, right? And, and the exact moment that verse line comes up, hey, little bitch, the fucking ambassador of Zimbabwe walks in. <laughs> the principal opens the door. Oh and, with the, and you guys are just like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, hey, little bitch. And oh, look, and she just God. looks at us, looks at the ambassador and says, we'll, co- we'll come back here later. And just <sighs> casually leaves. We never heard about it. Never got in trouble. What did, Ernie, what did Ernie have to well, say? Well, Ernie about got all this fired stuff. like a month after that. Oh, okay. Yeah. They were like, You were listening to that song? <laughs> you were really? listening to Godsmack? Come you, on. <laughs> even if you weren't a shitty teacher, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that story was going in a Godsmack direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back there. It's like the new Dave Chappelle where he's like, And I kicked her in the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to tell you the end of this joke, and you'll still think it's funny. <laughs> Godsmack is always funny. It is. <sighs> What's their most famous song? Because I just I get them confused with Stir Pot. All right, let's find something. Remember, you can't exceed thirty seconds, Drew. Yeah, no, like, keep, <laughs> keep this brief. It'll sound like all of those songs, so we probably won't even know what it is from thirty seconds. Unfortunately, the song title of that song I was talking about is not called "Hey Little Bitch." Bulletproof. Bulletproof. Is that the album or the song? Crying like a bitch. Is that the one? <laughs> Damn. No. Dude. This one. <laughs> this, yes. one. Yes, this is it. This is it. Yes, this is legendary. This is like a riff that everybody had to know. Yeah. Okay, you can edit it out, but I want to hear Hey Little Bitch. Oh, and it's the first song on the CD that makes sense. Right? Wait, is it really? <laughs> Yeah, this is right, because if, if you put in a CD <laughs> and hit play, and this is Halo Bits, that makes sense. Oh, Say it, Dan. Hey. No! Such a letdown. God damn it. Anyway. We're just seeing Hey Little Bitch in your phone and see if it comes up on Shazam. <laughs> Actually, I'll give that a try right now. <laughs> I'm going to do this with Siri. Siri. Yeah. What's that bitch song? <laughs> yeah. If I can fucking figure out how to use Siri. Come on. I'll play a banjo interlude. Unlicensed. Okay, perfect. Oh, God. I think Attitude is better, dude. Who cares? <laughs> Apparently my Siri ain't working. Who else has got an iPhone? I got an iPhone 4 right now. You don't you don't want to deal with my phone. It doesn't really do anything right now. No, no. It doesn't even do a lot of text messages apparently. Oh, I'm getting shit. hit up like every day. People are like, man, why am I trying to get in touch with you? Yeah, what, what the hell did I do <laughs> to so you, awesome. man? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I really need to get it get on top of it for my friendship started like Dissolving. It's okay. It's okay. I'll get. I'll get on top of it. <laughs> Facebook Messenger, guys. If you're listening to this, and <laughs> that's the only way. That's the only way I'm gonna stay in touch you with you. Any of my friends out there, please use. Facebook I have a Messenger. very specific listener group. It's not very large at all, but they're very loyal and they're very kind. Thank you all who li- who do listen and listening to us trying to figure out what 
that Godsmack title is. Don't worry, you guys. <laughs> we won't let you go until we Google these lyrics. We will find these lyrics for you, and we will play Hey Little Bitch. In its 30-second entirety. <laughs> Can this episode be called Hey Little It's Bitch? called Greed. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Greed by Godsmack. D- did you really type in what's the God... Like, how I did you typed f- in Godsmack, Hey Little Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Google works, dude. Let it let it do the let it do the work for you. <laughs> All right, you guys are about to listen to am- amazingness. Oh, greed! There it is. It's off of that same album. <laughs> Where does it say it? I'm gonna look up the lyrics. <laughs> Dang it, I don't think it says it. Oh no. Oh, I found it, I found it. It's in the second verse. <laughs> we're gonna have to cut out the first verse. No, it's all good. <laughs> I think we're coming up on it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there it was, bro. I could, I could. Uh, brings I could, back so many good memories of Vin Diesel and Diesel Engine. <laughs> I could almost see the ambassador from Zimbabwe in my mind. <laughs> hey, little bitch. Uh, yeah, apparently this guy was. Well, this guy was let go not too long after that for fucking obvious reasons. We were all bummed out, but the school was scrambling because there were a lot of pissed off parents going well you know if my child doesn't get to graduate because of your right this crazy guy yeah because of this crazy guy oh no people go crazy in the parent-teacher world oh hell yeah i mean they go hard i mean i i'm a dad and fucking if if even the thought of someone wronging my child makes me want to strangle somebody for sure Mm -hmm. yeah fucking butcher them up and feed him well i'm not gonna feed him to anyone anyone who's (laughs) just butcher him yeah yeah just like dexter i'll cut him up into pieces and throw him in the river (laughs) uh but this guy resurfaced later and um uh asked to crash with one of the other teachers and he was really nice but apparently this teacher said when he came back he used my razors and there were fucking pubes all over it yeah. there, were blo- there was blood Jesus. all over my towels this guy is a <laughs> savage ernie god damn ernie get your fucking what life the, together what are the ernie? chances though that like ernie like remembers you and like is your biggest fan and is like listening to this oh program. that'd be amazing like, i'd invite him to the restaurant and roll out the red carpet and be like you gave me so many amazing memories ernie if you're listening to this <laughs> please come visit me reach out to ernie, me. reach out reach if you're out. ever in new york <laughs> Only through Facebook. Only Facebook Messenger. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Maybe Instagram uh, DMs as well. I might see that. All right, Um, what else do we need to give the people, Brian? uh, Well, tell us about any upcoming projects you guys have. Uh, I mean, you mentioned Joanna Teeters. When when Mm -hmm. does that come out? I think some of it's coming out in May, and then I think some of it's coming out in the summer. So there's a single that's coming out soon. We're doing a reggae album, too, so we'll do that. With Joanna? Yes. Reggae album with Joanna. This album we're almost done with with Joanna. There's going to be lots of new things. Do you think? Do you guys think she's albums, on rapid fire? Do you guys think our um, albums are still relevant? For sure, if they're good. But in the sense, like especially with the way people consume music these days, it doesn't matter, man. When a dope one comes out, everyone listens to it. Yeah. Right? When people come out with albums, there's that just are a albums, lot of noise. People listen to right. it. Yeah. Like because you don't listen to every album you see, you think the album is dead. Not true. Right. People are still listening to the whole whole thing. You know what I mean? Alive and well. Do you you th- just have to make a really, really good one. Do you think people still put out albums and will continue to put out albums because that's just what we're used to consuming? Or do you see the landscape changing? Or- it depends, man. I mean, I, I definitely believe a lot in independent artists. I think they're the ones changing the world right now. Right. You know, when, when we were growing up and when we were all younger, it was artists on labels that were changing the world. And that's not the case anymore. Right. And that's awesome. So. Right. The internet exists. Let's use it, and we don't need labels. Preach it, brother. Preach it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the internet works perfectly fine. How long have you been <laughs> DIYing your own stuff? Um, I don't know. I started recording on tapes in middle school, mm-hmm. and uh, started releasing it many years after that. 
Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Thank I, God the internet didn't exist when I was in middle school because I would have definitely posted beats to it. And, <laughs> you know. Tarnished, tarnished your And name. just gotten off to such a rough you, start. You, you, you didn't have a MySpace like page for your music in high school? Oh, no comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> yeah, no, that's probably still out there, honestly. So, no comment. Is MySpace still a thing? Does it still exist if you type in MySpace? Oh, it's, it's there. I think Justin Timberlake bought it, or like had a big share in it. This is what people told me. I have not looked this up at all. But yeah. they fucked up. Yeah, and they fucked up <laughs> it because work. it did not have a comeback at all. But I remember at that time looking up like the band that I used to play with in high school, and we were still there. Oh, no shit. Yeah, the music was still there. I was like, oh shit, I forgot about yep, yep. this. So. But uh, let's see. Uh, my next album I'm working on now, the one that we were doing all that drums, yeah. we were working on the new drum sound. Um, I'm going to try and do a lot more music with, with the band, live like stuff, like the first record, as well as songs that I produce. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm really pumped about that. It's going to be called something along, I haven't gotten the word right yet, but it's going to be called something along the lines of a sonic landscape for time and space trippy is it's gonna be a drew of the drew release yes oh nice i'm All very right. very very pumped well fucking everybody you heard it you better keep up and watch out and watch sonic out. landscape the other one there's a couple there's like a sonic landscape for traversing space time but that's like too nerdy yeah and then maddie was like a soundscape for bridging space and time which is also kind of cool. Yeah. The idea of the it's, music. It's nerdy, but bring, it rolls off the like, tongue a that's lot That's like Space easier. Odyssey. Yeah. yeah I'm just, cause, cool. yeah, exactly. 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> Perfect. I want to figure out a name like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> what about you? You got any stuff coming up? Uh, yeah. I, um, I've been working on like a little bit of beat tape uh, and then Joanna's album. I just came out with uh, Cartoons Volume 3. Uh, so... I'm, that was all my good stuff, right. so I gotta kind of go back to the drawing board a little bit, yeah. and I'm hoping that maybe by the end of the year, I'm gonna have you know a new project of my own as well as a beat tape that I can put out. In the what about volumes one and two? Volumes one and two, like last year, my goal was to put out like as much stuff as I could. Right. So I did one, two, and three, and then I put out a, a beat tape called Gift Tape, which is all to gifts. Oh, you can cool. find it on YouTube. We've been remixing gifts a lot for Instagram because you can download gifts. Yeah. And like use them on Instagram with your beats. Yeah. And we've been like trying to edit them in with some of our artwork and stuff. Gifts oh, no are shit. an untapped resource of the internet, and Ben has discovered that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to like make gifts fully a thing with with, uh, with my Instagram. So, so tell, let's dig into a little bit more of your process. You said mm -hmm. you've been trying to put out as much material as possible. What's the mind? Look, did you do it a different way before that? Or? Well, I felt like uh, when I graduated from music school, there was a lot of overthinking things right. and a lot of like working on a song for months right. and really tweaking parts of it that were not super important right. and I was losing the the overall picture of like is this song cool in five seconds right. no matter who hears it right. blah 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 and you know um, you know I've definitely gotten back to like just like making stuff that I think like my friends that I hung out with in high school that would think is cool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like stuff that I could go home and still like they're, they're as excited about it as I am. Right. You right. know, like I really am thinking about a lot of that stuff in my process now. And I'm, I'm trying to, you know, make more of a song a day kind of thing. Right. You know, days that I have, you know, where I'm not doing the day job thing. I'm, you know, here trying to make like two, three beats, maybe pass them off to some singers or artists and then right. keep some stuff for me. You right, know, right. And just like, do as much as I can while I'm here and have the resources that we have in this studio space. And you know. That's really cool I, that you, you bring that up because uh, that process up, because for me, uh, I remember when I was 15, 16, that's when I started writing and recording on my own. And mm -hmm. um, the songs just came so quickly, you know, mm -hmm. and then as, as soon I as you open the gate, right, it just flowed out. And then as I got older, I started overthinking more and more, mm -hmm. and songs took <laughs> longer and longer to make. And then at some point, I stopped writing because I, I kept thinking to myself, I have to make something really unique or innovative or interesting. And mm. I'm not a schooled player, and I, I don't practice at all. So that's, that's something very hard to do when you're not even playing. Right. You know, let alone like playing well or not, you know, when you're not even playing and just focusing on your piece of gear or tweaking. It's a bummer it. that people think playing well and practicing are connected. Right. You yeah, I mean? that is a bummer. So isn't. 
Well, that that's something I had to teach myself. And at some point, I, I said to myself, "Shit, I'm just I'm just gonna start doing." Actually, it was uh, through a conversation with Aman. Um, you know, he was like, "Well, why does it have to be this way, or why does it have to be that way? Just just do it." And um, right. that's kind of been my mindset for the past year. Where I we had that conversation before he did the podcast, but um, now. When I, I said to myself, well, what do I really have fun with? I really have fun with gear, and I loved watching gear videos, and I want to do some of my own. So then my goal became, all right, I'm whatever I record, I'm not going to overthink it. Whether it sounds too much like this band or that band, well, so be it, right? Because your influences come out through your right. playing no matter what. But and generally when you show it to people, they don't even hear that. They don't even like, hear yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it's just, you know, being stuck in your own mind. And then at some point I said to myself, I'm just going to, not think about it too much i'm just gonna put it out and i'll see what happens and what i've discovered very recently now to, now that i've been doing this for you know nearly the past year is that it's like a muscle you exercise and oh, the more absolutely. you exercise that oh, muscle sure. then the sure. better you get at it it's the only the, way to get in shape exactly right yeah. you have to start somewhere and uh, I, I guess like that's the encouraging thing of the day i could say is you For know sure. whether you want to lose 10 pounds or you want to play better at guitar or you want to you know be able to run a mile in x amount of minutes or whatever it is you know you have to start somewhere like, yeah it, it, you know you're not going to go anywhere unless you actually take that first step it's also like i watched this thing on netflix the other day with uh graphic artist mm -hmm. and he was like along the lines of what you were saying he was saying like amateurs wait for inspiration mm. and professionals go to work right mm. like if you just do it every day yeah all your problems go away right every right. single <laughs> issue is gone right you know if you just go to work every day he just has like a little studio he goes and draws in yeah. every single day from like you know for the first half of his day right and he gets all his work done like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just about doing. And um, even for me, it's some with my career, you know, at the last restaurant I was at where the relationship had soured. And um, I felt I was so heartbroken because I put so much into it. And after I was let down because of, you know, certain business deals not going through or not being honored, um, I kind of gave up on my work and 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 didn't really try hard at the job and uh that's why i left the restaurant and that's why i left the restaurant scene for about eight months and uh when i was approached to become the chef at beauty in essex i knew that num number one i knew already that it was it's it is factually one of the busiest restaurants in new york city right. but i knew that it's a monster it's a monster that i would have to tame and Definitely. maybe you know i am a lion tamer but i'm a lion tamer that hasn't been taming lions or given a shit about it for <laughs> for a long ass time right. so it doesn't mean you can just walk back into the cage and tame that it's beast, funny because right? we were chilling like right when that was beginning to happen yeah and i was like man that's really extreme yeah you're like yeah but this is like what i do so yeah here we go yeah <laughs> and very uh, cool i yeah i started i started working at beauty and there were days where i would be so overwhelmed and so freaking exhausted and um just mentally broken down in the middle of dinner service i'd have to go into the bathroom and rinse my face with cold water and look at myself and calm myself down talk to myself and you know but then also have these thoughts racing in my mind. What the fuck did I get myself into? Like, mm -hmm. who are you kidding yourself? Like, what, you know, it just just diving into this downward spiral. And I just on a daily basis had to fight it. And now fucking not that the job is easy because it's, it's not an easy job, but I definitely don't sweat it anymore. Mm -hmm. I go into You're work. You're about it. Right. I'm about it. And I fucking, every day into, I go into work and seeing how fucking busy we are, I just say to myself, like, God damn right I tamed that lion. You yes, know? And, exactly. Like, and now I become motivated, but I wouldn't have gotten there if I had just left after the first bit of dis discomfort. Right. And, exactly. And, and, and the way that this relates to music is like... Again, repetition and it, it and just doing it, living it, living like it, like straight up. Exactly. Exactly. That's the only way that you're gonna get better at it, and you're gonna get better at it without even trying, as long as you're consistent. Exactly. And Absolutely. Absolutely. And then yeah. the whole DIY thing really like plays in your favor. Yeah. Because if you're not the type of person who wants to like who believes in repetition, then you don't like 
think in DIY mode because you're like, oh, I don't know how to do that. Right. But if you just are like, cool, it's like shoot a video today, let's see what happens. And you do, then like, boom. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you just like genuinely like doing the thing. Exactly. You'll you're be good. able to, to barrel you're through good. that and that self-doubt of whatever you're working with is going to go is going to fizzle you right. know what i mean as right. you become a master and as you put in those 10,000 hours or whatever and you know i think with anything new i i certainly relate to what you're saying a lot because i i remember the feeling of starting to like stop writing with other people so much in a band setting and really start writing on my own it's terrible yeah the music was so bad it was like making me like really quite i was like can i do this <laughs> i'm not really i don't know maybe i need those people yeah. maybe this is rough you know and over some time like you know it's gotten better and better and now like i think i can do both yeah and that's really yeah. what i wanted to be able to do right is like branching not, another arm yeah exactly like it's not that i don't want to collaborate with people i just needed realize i needed to do something for me first sometimes right. you know right and uh yeah it, like the barreling through that wall was was the best thing though now you yeah. guys both do music professionally and I, i'm sure a lot of people can relate but when you take something because you guys are both obviously very passionate about music but when you put it into a professional setting and you know whether it's something like a deadline or mm-hmm. you have to write or play in the style of a b and c for this artist right um at, at its core, I'm sure it's definitely fun. Otherwise, you guys wouldn't do it. But had that ever affected your mindset of how you thought of music? or Definitely. Yeah, sometimes it's like being a plumber, I think. Like yeah. Every, every yeah. once in a while. I go, like, that's I, that's I gotta, a really cool term, I gotta go being to work. a plumber. Like, yeah, exactly. This right. is like what I got to do. I mean, specifically any and it's funny though because to that's played wedding gigs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, they've been a plumber before. Exactly. <laughs> but <laughs> it's so silly, though, because like if you think about... Like how much you're, how many hours? Right. I'm talking about like how many minutes and seconds that your life sucks for when it's shitty. It's so little compared to any other job. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So just like fucking sack up and go plumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh man, it's, it's so funny you brought up plumbing. We had plumbing problems at the restaurant today. It was oh, oh fucking, Jesus, it was a fucking disaster. Was there shit everywhere? No, no shit. No, like, <laughs> no, it, well, it didn't happen at the. Were toilets. the gas covered in shit? <laughs> <laughs> Although that that would have been amazing. Uh, no, no, there's just some plumbing problems and like I, I literally have fucking PTSD from an old. Old restaurant I had where we had oh, several, no. yeah, several plumbing problems where the water would be up to my knees and like nope. all my prep. <laughs> this be... room we're standing in has flooded. Oh fuck! Yeah, it like, sucked. Like angle shit. deep water. Oh my! God. And I had to like run at four a.m. with all of my stuff out there, and water was just gushing in through this. See this? this is yeah. Busted. When was that? Damn. It's like two years ago. Holy shit. I don't even know. I blocked it out of my memory. It did. Because it flooded twice. Now I'm intrigued. It flooded again like two weeks later because I was like, you guys, fix it now. And they were all, and then it flooded again. Holy shit. There's nothing worse than flood. It was rough. It's it's kind of also wild. Now, now whenever it rains, I wake up. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, no, they fixed it. They definitely, 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 definitely fixed yeah. it. What? They had to like do something with they the They paved. Sun. Well, they paved the backyard, basically. So oh, it slants okay. away from the house because it was slanted towards the house. Oh, I see. And there's one drain right here. Yeah. And the neighbor's water and our water was all going into it. And it just got clogged. Game over. Holy shit. It was, it was real sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But here we are. Yeah, here we are. Well, here we are, alive and well. Moving to I don't LA. Smell any. Oh in yes, September, you are moving to. I'm moving to LA September to further avoid floods. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're gonna have another another issue there. Not to be a negative well, name. The drought there. <laughs> yeah, the drought, the yeah. traffic. Yeah. Right. No, I take Uber helicopters. Fire slides. I mean, they got their downsides. I mean, come listen. On. I take Uber. Have, I take Uber helicopter everywhere. So I'm good. <laughs> What's it called again? Like Blade. Blade. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Wait, there really is. There's an Uber. app called Blade that is Uber for helicopters. Holy shit! Yeah, how much? How much? How much does that cost? Well, I mean, it's like thousands of dollars, but like <laughs> I think it was like to the Hamptons from like from Midtown. It was like seven hundred dollars or something yeah, like that. It's crazy. Holy shit! However. It's funny, though, because there was a helicopter, same thing, in the 70s, and it landed on top of what is now the MetLife building, which is on top of Grand Central Station. Yeah. And then, like, they had this for years, and one time, one of the helicopters fell off the building, and somebody on the street died and shit like this, and <laughs> everyone, like, was like, no more helicopters! Like, this is over. And 
it's been long enough yeah. to where like the zeitgeist is that the word yeah the zeitgeist has forgotten the energy of no more helicopters is gone yeah and so blade is like cool now it's time for uber for helicopters Shit. because it's been long enough since that horrific that event in the 70s yeah. oh, and to this day helicopters are not allowed to land on top of buildings in new york Oh, yeah, because I do, when I drive on, along the FDR, you can see a couple of helipads. Oh, yeah, they have, like, a ton of them now because yeah. they're all blade oh, helipads. all right. Yes, it's no like, next time you walk past one, I guarantee you it'll say, like, blade location. Now you got me all intrigued. It's Not crazy. that, like, I'm going to, like, just, I'm going to go for a test ride. <laughs> no, I'm imagining a lot in of... the Hamptons ordering blades to their backyard. Too. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you do. <laughs> that's it's how it works. In your backyard, that's crazy. <laughs> if you're rich enough... Yeah. Might as well. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, uh, you don't even need a real location. You know, but yeah. a lot of a lot of uh, at least from what I have heard and read, like they're being invested in a ton. So if you have stocks, go put a little <laughs> bit on Blade, and it'll probably work out because everyone else is doing it. Yeah. <laughs> until that. something horrible happens, and yeah, you're yeah, lose yeah, all exactly. your money. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how. <laughs> that's so, how. That's how the shit works, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy Bitcoin, people. It already happened. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, and and Ben, you're moving out there as well, right? Uh, unofficially, but yeah, kind of. He is. <laughs> Don't let him tell you any other shit. <laughs> and it's. Uh, is it mainly for? you have projects you want to pursue over there or what's the uh, motivation I've, behind I've been that? living in the Northeast my whole life. I mm-hmm. just kind of want to like a change of pace. That's kind of what I've been coming back to too. You've just been out I'm here for like, a while. Like um, why not, why not switch it up? And LA is a great city. I mean, I could really, I would love to start getting my music licensed in, in other formats. And like, I, you know, I love, I have a big interest in comedy and film. Mm-hmm. I would like to merge those worlds a lot, you know, and I, it feels more feasible to me out there right. and I feel like just getting out of, out of my comfort zone right, right. would be a nice like new phase for me a new chapter sure. so to speak so. Yeah. that's uh, that's the great thing about internet is uh, you're able to incorporate other things that are mm-hmm. a part of your life and people get to know you a bit more yeah. um, on that platform right because you have the ability to put out whatever the fuck you want if mm-hmm. you know as long as you're in total control if you want to reveal XYZ about your life you can and then find even though it may have not been done before like for example you said you know i do this music thing but i'm really into comedy and not that no one has done comedy and music before but you have that ability at a moment's notice where you can be like okay i'm going to start to do that now you don't have all these layers to go through right you just put yourself out there no layers yeah yeah, if, if, if there was if fun. there was an opportunity that I felt was fun in either of those worlds, I would be so glad to take it. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah, that's what I'm really seeking out when it comes down to it. Like if I'm really having fun doing it, then I'm down. Yeah, yeah. But if, like the second that that started feeling like it was only plumber stuff, like we were talking <laughs> about, then I'm I'm good. I'm going back to music. Like, is that is that an industry term? No. Plumber work. No, this is no, this something is, you came up That's today. a cartoonsism right there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's copyrighted right now. I'm gonna <laughs> no, I like that. I like that a lot. I'm going to have to use that in my kitchen somehow when I'm like talking shit to one of the one of the cooks who are well, fucking that's, up Well, that's different though because if you're like, don't be a, or like, you have to be a plumber, they might think you mean to go fix the pipes. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> it's like when you're a musician and yeah. you're a plumber, it's like, oh, he means you know. Clearly, like, but if you're working in your kitchen and you have plumbing problems, I think people I are going to be like, could be I think that term could be applied into the kitchen for food specifically. You know, true, th- true, true, theoretically, true. where yes. Well, the best maybe thing. Have you guys seen Chris Rock's newest special? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Is the whole thing about the tambourine? Yeah, that's really what we're talking about. Sometimes yeah. you got to play the tambourine. I mean, don't don't necessarily tell the bit, but give our listeners. Like, Essentially, he's saying he just got divorced, and it was because his relationship was a band. And sometimes you got to play the tambourine, and you got to look like you're having fun because nobody wants to see a sad tambourine player. Right. And so sometimes you got to play the tambourine. Yeah. Yeah. For any for life to work. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I think that can apply to anyone and everything everyone is and so one negative thing and not to get all you know debbie downer but one negative thing that came out of the internet is i feel like people are uh it's what i call sensory overload you know a lot of people have this sensory overload distractions distractions but then nine times out of ten you know things that you're seeing on the internet are you know 
look at my amazing vacation look at this amazing this you know this is awesome that you know and and then you start to feel like my life needs to be like that constantly Mm -hmm. you know and absolutely and and um as far as like that term of being a plumber sometimes you know i think people are starting to forget that sometimes you do need to fucking man it up suffer a little get the job done with because that is part of life like people are starting to forget that a major part of life is suffering and absolutely. hard work yes. and sweat and, absolutely. And, and, and cuts and bruises and all that stuff. Right. But again, like one negative that comes out of the internet, as much as that it, as it empowers us, it allows a lot of tool bags to put up <laughs> these false representations right, 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 right. of life. Yeah. And well, there's people, no subtlety. You know, right, that, that's right. what bothers me about it. And like, yeah, you don't really get any, any like real personality and stuff. Yeah. And I think I've used this before in, in some <laughs> conversation, but like, I feel like Instagram and Facebook are often people's like sports center. Right. You know, like, you don't really actually get what happened in the game. Right. But, like, you, yeah, you get exactly. enough of it. Like, yeah. you can talk to people about it You're still. Like, cool, I got the stats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's like when you read just the article of a headline, you kind of like, I got the story. Yeah, it makes it's your really- relationships with people, like, stifled in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah, and like there's less there's less intimate conversations like this, and that's why I like podcasting. Actually, yeah, it's because it's one of the right. like long form things that you can actually get like get some subtlety out of people. Yeah. But wouldn't you argue that you know the internet didn't do anything wrong? It's just people, <laughs> right? No, I mean it's absolutely. No, I'm fucking mad at the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the internet sucks. <laughs> it. it it, um, the internet's it, one of those things where it's, it nets out and it's at 50% good, 50% bad. Right. You know what I mean? Totally. It, it, has, it doesn't have an acting and, and it's And it's people making it good or bad. I exactly. Mean, it's, it's anything. Anything, really. It's it's always always comes down to the people, right? So exactly. Some kid is, you know, raised by shitty parents. There's a pretty good chance that he's going to be shitty himself. He's going to be trolling on yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's going to be a troll or a bully and or then, whatever that is. you know, <laughs> those rare occasions where that child, for some reason throughout his life being raised by shitty parents somehow realizes or discovers that he has shitty parents and then goes the opposite way and turns into a true gem and I'll never raise my child like that yeah, or this. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's again, it's all people. It comes exactly. down to people and then it comes down to our interactions and how we act upon those interactions. And again, that term plumber, I don't know. I mean, again, <laughs> aside from it bringing, bringing back some bad memories, but it's kind of a great way to sometimes maybe explain to my cooks like don't make this just don't make this dish just cuz you know mm-hmm. don't like just cl- flush out and clean out the pipes just cuz you have to right, right right you know be more than just that and actually apply yourself like you'd be surprised how often cooks don't taste their own food when they put it at the window mm-hmm. right and i think my cooks are surprised at how often i taste shit I like mm, I have right, spoons right. in my front pocket, plastic right. spoons in my front pocket. And I'm just constantly tasting shit, and I, like you gotta know, you gotta know. And That's no. why I have so many speakers. You gotta be, you gotta just be you constantly go. hearing it, right? Mm. You gotta like rehear the song. Yeah, exactly. Like there, the only way you're gonna know is actually by doing, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Drew's got a mono speaker that is basically our hear it on a cell phone test. You know? <laughs> yes. That's clever. It's, a tiny it's, it's, an, that it's an important part of the mixing yeah. process for us now. I mean, because we don't want people to hear our stuff on, on Instagram for the first time or something right. else and be like, this is whack. Right. Yeah. yeah. And some, miss the point. Right. You know? So right. there's got to be like some, some balance. That's there. something I'm kind of learning about now. Um, it's an endless well of knowledge. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I put out a song on YouTube of uh, I was reviewing uh, an ESP Ben Weinman guitar. Shout out to Ben, um, and I was uh, I recorded. I was really proud of this song, and I posted it on Instagram. And everyone's like, "You can only hear the drum and bass. Like, mm. fuck, is that what kind of guitar review video is that?" And then I listened to it on my phone. I was like, "Holy shit, you can only hear the drums and bass!" But I already put it out there at right, that right, point, right. and I just left it out there. But uh, mixing is. A difficult thing. Yeah. A difficult topic. Is that something you you struggle with? Like, which mix do I go with? Because you have all these speakers here. I firmly believe that we're in 2018. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've come a long way as a society. And <laughs> mixing is no longer a thing. Hmm. Like, if like I produce beats on my laptop, and when I hit export, like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you then need to mix your song, right. A, you're wasting time, right. and B, you're just, like, diluting the original image of it. Right. So if you can just, like, make your music, and then that's it, there's right. nothing else, 
then I think that that's the future. And I think mixing and mastering and all of these sort of like arranging all these quote unquote steps right. are like, we're not there anymore. Right. We don't yeah. need to keep doing that. Right. You know, we're not do using, you, you still we're have not using, br- what's it, what's it called? Um, when there's three like orchestral things in a row. Wait, I don't know. Where, I wh- thought you were going to say Baroque, but then I didn't know where you were going. No, no, no. It's called, like, the symphony, like, format or whatever. Where oh, there's, like, yeah, a fast yeah. one oh, yeah, and yeah, a slow yeah. one and mean. then, like, the epic one. Right. Yeah. Like, that's how music came out for, like, hundreds of years because yeah. nobody was, like... It's, like, Overture or something? Yeah, like yeah, exactly. One of those things, yeah. Exactly. Because people, people were, like, oh, cool. Like, so if I want to make music, I write for orchestra yeah. and I do these three things and then there we go. <laughs> and, you know, mixing is just like that. You right. know, it doesn't really matter anymore. Right. You know, yeah, even I, if it's a live band, you like record well, well, it and even, you just produce it. Even then, like, do you still have some saying with all that said, do you still have some guidelines, like some basic principles you'll stick by, right? Like maybe uh, the vocals always have to be X amount louder than such right. and such. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. No. It's so song song. No, because you just like, you know, if it's a dance song, mm-hmm. loudest thing in the song is the kick drum. Right. If it's like a you know indie song right. or like an acoustic performance the quietest thing in yeah. the song is a kick drum right. so like you know you just have to try and think about what you're trying to prevent and that's why that's why I mean like mixing isn't a thing it's all it's production right. that's like what people because mm. like people I have like mixing gigs all the time yeah. but like I'm just producing their songs mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean that's kind of like what it is right right you make me feel better about not spending too much time on my mixes. Yeah. <laughs> when I put on tracks, I'm no. like, stop overthinking it, just fucking exactly. put it out. No, yeah. it sounds, when you like yeah. put too much into it, it sounds like that, because everything's like over-processed, right. overworked, you know what I mean, over-complex. And yeah, if you just do that a bunch, then eventually your mixes are going to sound good and are going to sound personal. Right. Exactly. Too, which is, uh, which right. is yeah, important. You know? And point. I, I yeah. know Drew's mixes when I hear yeah. them. They they remind me of early Prince mixes because they feel very personal mm-hmm. and I can tell that they were made in this room. Right. You know, right. and, and that, that's what I like about it a lot right. of the time. And, you know, he's producing as he's writing too, right. which is a little different than other people's process. Like right. we're dialing sounds in as we're printing stuff. There's not a lot of like, yeah, we'll get that right. Like, yeah, yeah. Cause it's that's not like the, cool. I, this is the demo. Like right, that whole mentality is right. just like no, 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 no. Waste, waste, waste of time. Right. Yeah. Why do a song twice when you right. can just do it once? Yeah. And the demo. <laughs> and it, oftentimes you're like, man, that demo is kind of better. Right. Then like just make the demo because there's it. a certain feel to it. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. It's like you're in that moment and yeah. you made it. That's why. Um, so when I was first starting the gear video, uh, gear review videos on my YouTube channel, initially it was. Um, all demos just one minute songs you know i'll finish the song later i'll re-record it Uh, and then i i tried going back to it i'm like i'm just not as passionate about it right now like i was really feeling this fucking riff then but i don't want to revisit it and retweak it and so lately when i've been recording i've been recording full songs for Mm -hmm. sure and and again like i don't necessarily like the arrangement but that's it i'm not going to overthink it because i'll probably be that the next song's arrangement will probably be better just because (laughs) exactly that concept is very important exactly because if you try and do too much with one thing right then it just sounds like too much yeah if you're like you know you're trying to squeeze all these things into one track it's like at the end of the day it's like three minutes yeah that like you got people's brains for and you can't really even do that much yeah you know what i mean you kind of just have to make like a you know one concept one idea right right and uh i've been in that mode for the past couple months and now i'm you know confident enough to say that i'm planning to record or i'm already a third of the way there an album like how i'm going to put it out what i'm going to do with it i don't know i have a third of it done and all the mixes are different you know all the tones are different but i'm like i'm really having fun with it just i don't give a shit all you right exactly 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 Exactly. it's been uh for sure yeah you've been inspirational drew (laughs) just go for it bro (laughs) that's what drew does yeah man um so with all that said, we're definitely going to have to do a part two when, <laughs> before you leave. Deal. When do you oh, leave? certainly. When do you leave? Um, I'm leaving on mid-August. Okay, so we have time. Yeah, in mid-August. Yeah, and summer around we that. We've got in time, and I will be back, I'm sure, all sorts of times. Cool. All right. After that as well. All right, we'll do it. So, uh, sorry, we cut off there. Uh, uh, 
technical difficulties, I guess you can say. We, we got cut off due to technical difficulties, but we're back. We are ending the podcast now, so it's kind of weird. <laughs> but uh, anyway, guys, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's, it Absolutely, was, it, you know, Thanks for having us. I've only been doing these podcasts once a month now, um, mainly because I wanted to make sure that I didn't feel pressured to do these podcasts, that they were always mm, fun. Right. Um, but before we leave, I want to make sure our listeners find you and get to know you guys even Sick. more after this. So, Drew, let's start with you. How can people find you? Point them in the direction. Cool. So, my main thing is Instagram. I post a lot of things there. Uh, also, YouTube. Both of those are just Drew of the Drew. Um, same thing with Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Instagram is definitely the source of the uh, most up-to-date things. The, the thing I put most energy into these days. That as as well as the music on iTunes. So, pretty much everywhere. There's no, uh, you know, it's all just called Drew of the Drew. Drew of the Drew. Right, Seed is everywhere. Type it in. <laughs> Nobody's been stupid enough the to beat. name themselves that. <laughs> and so you just type that in anywhere and it works. And of the is one word. Yes. Because I remember after I saw your EMG video and I yes. wanted to find your music, so I was like, I can't find this guy's shit anywhere because it was two words. I know. It's weird because when I started making music, I was like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, you can type either one. And I'm now realizing after many years that, like, the algorithms are not in my favor on that one. <laughs> like, well, maybe I should have left the space. Well, you know what? That makes you guys have to be more accurate, so look them yeah. up. All right, Ben, what about you? Uh, you can find uh, Cartoons Volume 3 on iTunes, Spotify, Bandcamp, and 1 through 3, I should say, actually. Um, and Joanna Teeter's Warmer When It Rains is also on all platforms, and the new thing will be coming out in, uh, this summer, the full full project that me and, me and Drew produce. So. Yeah, look, Super up, stoked look, on up, look up Joanna Teeter's, T-E-T-E-R-S, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah she's got an amazing voice, and i got to have her on the podcast at some point. I haven't Certainly. seen her in a yeah. long I haven't, I haven't seen her in a we'll long time, We'll bring her around too. for part two. Okay. All right. Cool, cool. That's, we can do that's the exact a, same that, standing yeah, format. Yeah. <laughs> that's, good. that's perfect. That's a good <laughs> idea. All right. Cool. Well, Chef Brian Sow, not your typical chef, signing out. Bye-bye. Hey. Oh. <laughs> okay. Cut it off. Cut it off. Cut no more than 30 Take seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect ending. Cut it off. <laughs> no, he's dead now. He won't see it. Yeah, bro. Thanks for that. Yeah.